Everything's good? Yeah, you're good. All right, I had the headphones on. That's how I was double checking. Yeah, okay. I'm in Matt's room, so don't. Huh? I'm in Matt's room because he's in Jamaica right now. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, he's in Jamaica right now. Okay. All righty. So, All right. recording in three, two, one. Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wald, and this is episode seven, 18, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. of season two. Mm-hmm. And sadly to say, this is episode nine, final episode of The Great Shepherd. Well, that's not the title, but that's just the title. <laughs> 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 I got a heavy heart, Don. I have a heavy heart. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Pastor Joseph Sojourn is heading out west. I like the, what, what Colin said, West Side. It's going to be West Side. <laughs> so, <laughs> Pastor, we want to introduce you again. And as always, you know, I have the world's best co host. You know, she's not going nowhere. You may be going, but she's not going nowhere. All right. You don't know that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> There's something I might not know. Okay. Know I'll just put Exodus. <laughs> <what happened> <laughs> Well, I say this much. As long as we don't go to the Red Sea, we're good. The Red Sea. <laughs> we're, we're There's good. A, a big sea there, too. I know, <laughs> yeah, right? it is. It is. You're going to be by a big one as well. <laughs> uh, as, uh, we thank all our listeners and podcasts uh, for yeah. taking the time out. Any questions or comments you may have, please relay into via WhatsApp, 954-388-8780. And, of course... You know, we're going to start something different here because this is the pastor's last podcast for a while. Might not be the last, but for a while, uh, we're going to have that. But as we always do, to start off with a word of prayer. Lord God, we want to thank you once again for this day. Thank you for everything you've given us, Lord. Because every time we open our eyes, Lord, there's a hope that we have in seeing you and knowing that you will be in our lives forever and eternity. Thank you for this podcast, Lord. We want to thank you for our pastor, for the time he's been with us for four years. He's made a difference in my life personally and others in plantation to uh, ministries, elders, and all other leaders. Continue to bless us at this mighty, mighty time in our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 All righty. All right, Don. So we, we, uh, we, we know his title was uh, So Heavenly Minded and yet so earthly good mm-hmm. i mean this was one of the shortest messages i've heard in a while you know why because oh, it was right? about you yeah it was about him we know we know but <laughs> I, before i get started i want to thank all the people that were there to um see you off you know the conference leader orlando lopez uh pastor gervon mm-hmm. uh marsh uh of course jennifer hernandez mm-hmm. uh, kevin mccoy and 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 the, and the tall one oh, <laughs> I <laughs> was good to see him. That was good yeah, to see it him. Was. It was. Yeah, it was good. It was good to see him. It was good to see him. But uh, I also want to thank you, your son. Oh man, my, I think my wife mentioned to you yesterday in the card, uh, Pastor. We talk about your your son, um, Brian. Brian. And and, Brian. Alec, and yeah, he was. He, he's always still in the show. He's and, awesome. Uh, he is. Yeah. Awesome. And Alexandra, she's so pretty. So guess what? Where you guys are going is going to be ideal because the golden hair, blue eyes, all that's going to work out in California. <laughs> in Laguna Beach. <laughs> it's going to work. You have to learn to be surfers now. They have to oh, yeah. Surfboarding, boards, man. Little boards and go out yeah. there. 
do your thing, man. Show us. Show oh us my goodness. YouTube moments, man, of you I of you uh, you. falling in the waves over and I over. I have a wonderful time doing that. Yeah. And your beautiful wife, Anda, you know, and you made a point which I really love. Yeah. You, when you thought you were learning how to play the piano. Yeah. Well, you thought you could. And then you got a wife that's <laughs> classical. Yeah, then you can't play the piano. Yeah, no. That's, that's pretty good. No, I like that. No, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Just step aside yeah. from the piano. Just leave it. Yeah. There. But is the trumpet, uh, the trumpet, was a trombone you had yesterday? Trombone. Yeah. Yeah, trombone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. It's good. So, good stuff, man. I guess we could briefly, you know, you spoke about, you know, this type of, uh, this is uh, when you were talking about uh, Enoch. Yeah. And when he was walking with God, um, what, as always, why this topic? Yeah, Enoch especially. Mm. Yeah, he is special, right out of doubt. You know, I think it was important for me to end the series, Come Jesus, Come, with a very realistic tone. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because... The second coming of Jesus Christ for some people can be a utopia mm -hmm. uh, or a tragedy mm -hmm. or an escape um, or something that uh, is just in fairy tales. Mm. It will never happen yeah. right and i believe christianity does not have to do only with the future mm. Mm. of course the future is crucial yeah and the, the segment that uh, happens until jesus is coming mm -hmm. is not the best of what mm. you can get so you always have to project and see and anticipate reality beyond. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely great. Yeah. Nevertheless, I've seen in my life and especially since I started ministry, which is now almost 16 years. Amen that you always have in the church people of all kinds. For instance, you have people that are no heavenly minded mm. and no earthly good. Mm. Mm. It's not a big number, I hope. Mm. Yeah. But you cannot say they do not exist. Because you can have people that maybe were caught by something, something promising, something refreshing, something amazing, attractive at one point, but then it died out. Right. And because they put their expectation, their hope, their desires into something that fell apart like a chimera, hmm. Now they are no heavenly minded and no earthly good. Mm. And these people need help. I didn't have time to expand on all these aspects. 
But it is a reality of life when you see Christians or Seventh-day Adventists, more specifically, that are so bitter about everything. Mm -hmm. They have no hope for the future, no joy in the present. Those people are not heavenly minded Mm -mm. and they are no earthly good. Definitely not. And those people really need you and me to bring them back to a better reality. Yeah. Mm. Now, there's another category, and I mentioned this category, of uh, people that are no heavenly minded, but they are earthly good. Mm -hmm. And Jesus confirms that this is the possibility. Jesus said that uh, the sons of uh, darkness are able to put to shame the sons of lights of light in some aspects. And Jesus gives there the illustration or the parable of the unrighteous servant, mm-hmm. the one that knew how to trick his master and uh, and get advantages right material advantages right mm-hmm. now with regard to these people mm. uh, you know going walking with them and uh, learning from them mm. maybe even beneficial but only for a short while that's the problem exactly right But then, why for a short while? Because nothing that you acquire here will come with you other than your character. Mm. So Mm -hmm. your material stuff that you can uh, amass, you can gather, will not come with you. So, uh, yeah, it's... uh, it's a challenging uh, category, mm-hmm. but I believe there still is hope yep. for them yeah. if they are rekindled. Right, right, right. But then there's another category, and this is a very dangerous category, of those that are so heavenly minded that they are no earthly good. Right. Mm. Why are they dangerous? Because they sell you a fictional reality, a heaven they invented, Mm. a heaven that has no foundation, and uh, you are heading to nowhere if you're buying that heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe from my perspective as the one you know, leaving on my way out, it was important to emphasize how important, how crucial it is for a Christian to keep things in balance. Mm-hmm. Of course, not in balance in the sense that uh, you, you want to put the things of eternity on the same level with the things of this perishable 
life. Right. Right. In the sense that you don't want to focus only on the future mm. and uh, totally disregard or discard the present. Right. Right. Jesus said it this way. Seek ye first. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Seek ye first. Okay. Mm -hmm. And all the other things will be given to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you seek first the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. only in a, a remote reality, somewhere in a future that you cannot even uh, deem, no. Mm -hmm. And the kingdom of God has no impact on real life, on present life. Right. You are chasing chimeras again. Right? So, so it's, it's crucial, yes. Seek first the kingdom of God. That's why I, I was emphasizing the more heavenly minded you become, right. the more earthly good you become. Yeah. Because what you learn from your heavenly reality will impact your earthly reality. Mm. So I believe that's the legacy that I would like to convey, to leave behind as a pastor to my beloved Foundation Church family. Mm. I, I want to add to that. Um, there was a part... I think you spoke about uh, Ellen G. White. Was that from Patriots and Prophets you spoke yeah. from? Yeah. I think it was page 85. You mentioned about um, the model, I think you used of Enoch. Um, you spoke about, I think, being a father, being, I forgot all the things, a citizen, yeah, servant. So, so Ellen White uh, lists some yeah. capacities in which mm -hmm. Enoch was at home, so to speak, right. meaning at home there and at home here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, he is a husband. Yeah, that's he what it was. He is a father. Mm -hmm. He is a friend. Yes. He is a citizen. And uh, all these, all these, in a steadfast and, and self-giving way mm. as a servant. Right, right. And, and to me, that, that was beautiful, you know, when, when I saw how, how yeah. LNG White points out the practicalities mm -hmm. of what it means to walk with God. Right. It's not only to have your head in the clouds, but also to have your feet on the ground. Mm. To be I, down I, think, I think, Don, that's what models me about Pastor Joe. I, I will put him along with that category oh, wow. from what I've seen. Awesome. Yeah, I, I don't have a plaque, but I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> you got enough plaques yesterday. <laughs> but I, 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 I personally model that because you've been, uh, you've been, you, you've, you've been in my corner more than I know, and I could say that personally. I want to thank you for that. Awesome. Amen. Thanks thank you for that. Yeah. I have a question for you. What do you think as you transition now? to next phase of your ministry. Yeah. What do you think is the most important thing you've learned in the growth process? 
Yeah, there are so many things I learned, so I'm trying to to focus on something that may be the most important that mm -hmm. I learned in this context. Mm -hmm. right? So you have to know that uh, I walked into Plantation Church at the age of 35. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So uh, pretty young. Mm -hmm. Pretty young mm -hmm. from... Uh, the standpoint of a, you know, full-blown pastoral perspective. Right. When most pastors become um, pastors in a larger setting in their 40s. Right, right, right. right. And um, obviously it has been a huge growth experience mm. exponentially. Right. And I believe the the most important takeaway for me from a personal perspective is uh, the importance of being secure mm. in what you are doing. Mm. A large church is extremely or can be extremely intimidating. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, being secure does not mean to rely on your own abilities. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know that you are with God and he's got your back. Right. Plantation Church has extremely many, uh, a huge, a huge amount of gifted people. Right. I agree. People and very professional people. So when you are surrounded by professionals in their own areas mm. of expertise, mm. you have to be professional. It's true. <laughs> you know, mm. otherwise, people will get to you. Yeah. And uh, they will start pointing out things. <clears throat> and of course, I don't want to say I'm the most professional person in, in life. But uh, what I learned is how important it is to treat everybody with respect yeah. and respect their expertise in their specific areas of work. Yeah. Right. Because here's, here's the challenge for a minister. You are in a setting where you have people with immense potential with wonderful giftedness that are employed in corporate America right. where management works the other way around. Mm. Not servant leadership in most cases. I'm not overgeneralizing because there are companies where uh, it's part of their deontology, their ethics right. to be a servant. Mm -hmm. But in the end, if they don't like you, if uh, you are not according to their standards, they will find a way to get rid of you. That's right. right. Mm. In a church setting, you cannot go with that mentality. Yeah. So, so you have these, these uh, people that are full-time employed, most of them in corporate America. Mm. They have a certain management style in mind. Mm -hmm. And you... As a minister, as a pastor, 
your first responsibility is to uh, shepherd and equip people for ministry. But you have to change the paradigm of operation. Yeah. Here you are working with volunteers for most of it. Yeah. Right? And you cannot have the same management strategies that you have in corporate America. Or you can, Mm. but things will break down. Exactly. People will feel uh, somehow, and they will say, ah, you know, I have to go. Right. Mm. So being, being secure means that uh, you don't want to take away people's uh, power. Even if, you know, uh, it, it's very hard to, to uh, pastor a church, and I'm still learning this, uh, in a way that nobody will accuse you of that. Right. Because in, in a church setting, you can have people that want to grab power, hold on to power. Mm-hmm. And as a pastor, you try to teach them to let go. Hmm. Teach them that it's not only them. Yep. There are other people as well around. Hmm. And it's important to, to share responsibility. Exactly. And not impose, hmm. not dictate. Hmm. In my first years of ministry, I had quite a number of people walk up to me in several situations telling me, Pastor, we need your executive power here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and I uh, told them again and again, I'm not an executive, let alone an executionist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So if I am to, to, to act upon something, I have to follow the right process. Right. And sometimes you have to take um, very uncomfortable steps. Mm. But even there, you have to follow the right process, the biblical process. Okay, so um, if if you're not secure, when people start coming at you and and, uh, uh, after you, Mm. you you get in a a state of mind and heart that uh, will throw you off and you will become depressed and you you just quit mm. yeah come back here yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah so th- this this has been a, a, a very important learning process for me mm. to to not try not try to micromanage mm. not try to uh, to hold it for me mm but share responsibility. And I, I try to do as much as possible. Um, I try to empower people, to deploy people, mm-hmm. or uh, instill a leadership process and mentality in which if you are gifted in a certain area, you ought to prepare people to take over when you're out. Yeah. Yeah, you so how it applies to you, mm-hmm. the two of you, you have to answer yourself the question. If uh, God takes you out, like he took out Enoch, mm-hmm. who's going to take over? He's going to take over. That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I agree. I, Donna, I remember, I don't know if you remember the part where James, Elder James Malone spoke. 
about what he noticed about pastor. And he said the one word was availability. I think that's going to go huge yep. out west. Yeah. You, you, you've definitely shown that, Pastor, the availability. And people are going to love that. Hmm. You know? Uh, let, me, let me say something about that. And I, I appreciate the fact that people appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I've been taught, and I'm still being taught, that as a pastor, you don't have and you should not be available to everybody at all times. Yeah. Mm. It's a leadership school, mm. unfortunately, mm. even within the, the church. It did not originate in the Seventh-day Adventist circles, mm -hmm. coming from outside. Mm. And uh, my, my guess is that it has strong corporate America roots, mm. where you are the CEO and you are available to just for, for just certain people yeah. in the yeah. hierarchy, yeah. right? Hierarchy, yeah. And uh, uh, I, I don't believe that, that theory. Mm. On the contrary, I'm opposed to it. Mm. I believe that straight from the devil because uh, I've seen Jesus. I, I read about Jesus and I know he was available. Mm. Yes, he had human needs. Mm. And sometimes he had to cross the sea or the lake to be on the other side mm. to get away from the multitude to, to, to have his, his needs supplied. Right. But the multitude then came over and he continued to deal with the multitude. Yeah. Right? So he, he didn't uh, jump from one place to the other just to get away from people. Mm. didn't shut himself up. Mm. Mm. You have no story in which um, Jesus is in a room and he shuts the room and people are waiting for one day, two days, three days. Ways. But yeah. he will not come out because he's so heavenly minded mm. that he's no earthly good. Wow. <laughs> then how, how can it be? And I, I'm sorry, but I have to say it say this, how can it be that most church people have gotten to the conclusion that there's no way to reach the pastor? Mm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, experiences. it's a general Passive. reality. It is, it is reality. When, when I yeah. first came, came to another church here in, in the States, I, I started ministering there, and one of the elders called me once, answered, called me twice, I answered, called me three times, I answered. And at one point he told me, Pastor, I'm shocked. Anytime I call you, you answer the phone. <laughs> How you do that? <laughs> and I, I told him, I, I do it simple. I press the button. <laughs> I see. I the button. How are you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know you felt small. <laughs> no, of course. We, 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 we should not believe that that uh, I I have all my time available because yeah. sometimes I'm already speaking with somebody when somebody calls. Oh, right, right, right. Or I have family time. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Or uh, I, I'm doing my study, but 
here again, you know, um, how is it that a, a pastor can uh, get away with, with this explanation that, yeah, you know, I, I'm not going to answer phones until 10 o'clock because I have to have my study time. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to have, have uh, his or her study time. Mm-hmm. Other people wake up at 5 o'clock to do their study. Then can I, as a shepherd, sleep until 7 or 8 and then have my study time? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just being honest, you know. Yeah. And 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 I have been I've been facing these realities one way or another. Mm. And I said, uh, hey, something is wrong with us. Yeah. We have to be available. Yeah. 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 Because because if somebody's in the need in a need, somebody's at the hospital, somebody was shot. Yeah. It's not good enough for me to go uh, tomorrow there, especially if I'm in town and I could well go and do it. Yeah. Now, if I'm at another hospital or at, at somebody else's house that is, is dying or, or was shot or, you don't know, then, then I understand I cannot be there. Right, right. Or if my family is in an emergency, I, I, I will prioritize that I will put my family first, right? Right, right. But uh, being, <laughs> somebody said, you know, some, some pastors can be uh, invisible during the week and uh, ununderstandable during the weekend. <laughs> wow. If you had that on your wall. <laughs> you know, you know uh, the strength of my preaching comes from real life. Yep. Amen. And I had, I had people uh, giving me feedback, even now, you know, as, as I'm on my way out, mm-hmm. telling me, Pastor, your stories in your sermons are real. Why? Very simple. Because I live a real life. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yes, I am heavenly minded. Yeah. And that's why I connect reality to the word of God. Mm-hmm. I try to show how the word of God informs and shapes reality. Mm-hmm. But in order to be effective in preaching, you have to be anchored in the heaven reality, yeah. right. but also in the earthly. Exactly. You, you have to know what is happening. So true. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's all about uh, shepherding, pastoring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have a late entry. She has. Yeah. We have a late entry. <laughs> Here we go again. We have a late entry. <laughs> <laughs> the editor in chief is on the way. <laughs> I'm not sure. Mr. Collins, the producer in chief. I'm just the the facil- facilitator. <laughs> Let's call it that way. I got you. I'll take You'll it. Take I'll take it. Well, yeah. Welcome, Cassandra. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Hey, Don, Pastor Joe. Um, Edward is with me too. Um, Hi, Pastor Joe. Has Hi, Don. Hey, Edward. Hi. I'm not hey, saying Collins yet. 
I'm not seeing Collins yet. Oh, hey, Collins. Oh, he's here. He's hiding his handsome face. (laughs) 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 He hasn't put his powder on yet. (laughs) So, so, um, Pastor Joe, I don't know. um, Edward and I wanted to get on quickly to say thank you. Um, I was was feeling guilty this morning. I'm like, you know what? Why did we have to wait for you to be leaving for us to show you how much we appreciate you? I think that's what we always do. We um, wait for people. like that, Cassandra. I don't feel like you have not expressed uh, appreciation up until this point. Yes, yes. Well, but thank you. <laughs> but we really do appreciate you and wanted to thank you for all you've done for our ministry, the entire team, myself, Edward, Don Collins, um, Lyndon. Um, did I forget anybody? Joseph, of course not. I didn't forget you, Joseph. We wanted to say <laughs> to say um, thank you. I think you've been on the podcast more than anybody else, uh, more often. Oh yeah, he's got the I record, know. but I'm not gonna tell him the number. Don't I tell him the number. And it might get to his I head. Know. And um, I think you've been the second person on the podcast. Um, Pastor Nujet launched it. You know, the very first um, installment. Um, I believe in he's May of, of yeah. twenty. Um, 19, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, and, yeah. and you were on the next you're week, right. the week after. And, mm-hmm. and let me mm-hmm. tell you, when you're on the podcast, we know we're going to learn something good because in terms of insight, in terms of knowledge, in terms of wisdom, um, passion, you always bring a lot to the podcast. I mean, and, and, and the, 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 the listeners, if you have not listened to all the podcasts, I'm inviting you right now to go back and listen to all the podcasts. And, and I promise that you will learn something, not only from Pastor Joe, but also from the um, other speakers, Pastor Jen McCoy, Nujet, and any other preacher that we've had at Plantation. But thank you, Pastor Joe, really do appreciate you. Thank you for your support to our ministry. Um, I think it's been, it's been good. We're going to miss you, um, but we know that you will do well. You will fly high because God has big plans in store for you. I can foresee it. <laughs> But I'm saying, Pastor Joe, um, uh, we wish you the best. We'll pray for you every day. And we will see you either online or when you're in California. And I'm sure we'll be back in Florida to visit. So on behalf of the entire team of the Juvenile Ministry, we want to say thank you, thank you, and thank you. Pastor Joe, thank you so as the co-leader of I... digital evangelism, I want to wish you the best. And I sent you with God's speed and God's blessing. You are a added color to the rainbow we have on the podcast here. And um, all the speakers you included have brought so much to the podcast, which is one of the program that and one of the uh, event program, actually, we do here at the Digital Evangelism Beside the Bible Mask. And um, like Cassandra said, I would encourage everyone to continue listening to the podcast you will definitely learn something from all the speakers, especially from Pastor Joe. Pastor Joe, we love you. I am personally going to miss you very much. He will, Pastor Joe, he will. (laughs) So um, um, I I pray that God continue to bestow upon you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and patience for your your congregation that you're going to go meet over there in, in California. Yep. Pastor Joe, I don't think you know how much um, Edward likes your preaching. If Pastor Joe isn't preaching, my husband ain't happy. <laughs> he loves. But we won't see much of him then. 
<laughs> he loves your preaching. Um, he does, he does. And, I mean, we have great speakers at Foundation, but but he, for some reason, particularly likes your preaching because you're such a great teacher. And um, we are grateful for you and for your ministry and your entire family. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. You know, the good thing about uh, today's reality is that um, even if you're not there physically, you can still keep in touch with people. Amen. Yeah. So uh, I'm planning to take you all over there. <laughs> but, but in the in the meanwhile, in the meanwhile, we'll have to use uh, technology. And uh, uh, one one of the desires of my heart is that the church where I'm heading will also start a digital evangelism department. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. This right. is this this department that was uh, spearheaded by Cassandra and Edward mm -hmm. uh, started two years ago, right? Mm -hmm. A little over two years ago. Correct. About two years ago. Yes. So um, that church where I'm heading does not have such a department, and uh, such a department is indispensable in our 21st century reality. Because if you are not present in the virtual world, mm. you're absent in the physical world as well. Mm. That's just a fact. So uh, your know-how, your expertise uh, will be valuable for me from now on as well. And if you don't mind, I will uh, ask my leadership there or the potential leadership there to get in touch with you guys and I will facilitate the connection so that you can leverage your knowledge and expand the fire Absolutely. and um, the effervescence of Plantation Church to right. other places as well. Absolutely. Hey, we'll be willing to yeah. serve. We'll be willing to serve. Hey, Colin. Absolutely. Yes. Hey, Colin. You look like we need to bring a surfboard when we want to get over there, bro. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get a surfboard going over there. We, we're okay, coming. That's man. how that's how they do church boards there. Yeah, yeah. Board meetings on on the surf. There oh, you right. go. And it, it's, I'm it's coming. Quick. And it's very quick too. It goes by very quickly because when the wave is done, the board meeting is quick. <laughs> <It's> over. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say so it now. Say it past. now. Right. Good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Done. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's bad carrying. wave. It's Gary. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, so part for you. Real quick, real quick. Um, just one, um, just piggyback on what you just said. Just um, I'm gonna just challenge you to um, to to continue um, this this process because I'm I'm convinced too personally that this is how the message is gonna uh, reach the world um, through this medium. Definitely where you're going, we, we are available. Just let us know. Mm -hmm. um, we're willing to help you to, um, to expand. And, um, and this is a way for us to keep in touch with you anyway. So. <laughs> Until you move there. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so we really appreciate yeah. your ministry. And um, this is not goodbye. This is just, you're just moving to a different location. Different location. That's all. We're still, still going to be in touch. Yeah. So, right? yeah. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you, Big C. Uh, personal question I want to ask before everybody gets off. What is it you personally going to take away from Plantation heading out west? 
my personal takeaway personal yes uh yeah so uh i guess what i shared uh, was not personal enough uh, that was more more of a ministry ministry yes. uh takeaway uh from a, from a personal very personal uh, perspective as somebody that uh, very much loves uh, multiculturalism and uh, languages and communication communication not on the technological side but uh, more on the theoretical side uh plantation has been a huge opportunity for me to be able to relate with different people from different cultural backgrounds uh from different linguistic backgrounds mm -hmm. and that journey uh, will uh, lead me to the next segment practically because i'm heading to a very multi-ethnic and multicultural church as well mm -hmm. so uh i believe uh it it was a confirmation or, or reconfirmation for me as a human being that i am wired in a certain way that can uh, be a catalyst in uh, bringing people together from different backgrounds different uh, uh, cultural upbringing and just help people get along you know respectfully and uh, relying on one another's strength um one of my passions if if i had not studied theology i would have uh, studied music or languages um, or or linguistics mm -hmm. more specifically but you know with time i realized that linguistics is a very interesting reality but at the same time it's very dry mm. if it's not applied mm -hmm. so uh, i'm getting to the conclusion and this just dawned upon me recently that god put me in a context which is ministry where all my giftedness can be brought together mm -hmm. my uh, um love for the supernatural and uh, the inclination toward the divine you know mm -hmm. which some people say is a natural giftedness mm -hmm. uh and that's why some people are attracted to theology to study the realm of the unseen mm. yeah i believe <clears throat> there can be there can be uh, a part that is somehow predestined in you um, especially if your parents dedicated you to god like in my case my mom gave me to god when i was very sick when i was a year old or, or even less mm. uh, so that that can can be true to some some extent but then you have other gifts as well this desire of communicating effectively efficiently using the words that are god given realities again 
to touch people's life, to speak realities into people's life, and then music as well, you know. But then sometimes, because of different cultural backgrounds, those very elements can be very divisive. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you have uh, your knowledge of communication, but if you don't use it the right way, instead of communicating, you uh, repel people. Mm-hmm. Or you can use music, but music has so many genres and different ways of ex- expressing reality. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can use your inclination or your affinity toward a specific genre to exclude all other genres. And you've made music a point of division rather than unifying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's my, my takeaway. You know, I grew up on hymns mm-hmm. and to some degree gospel music. Mm-hmm. And I walk mm-hmm. into plantation, which has a totally different uh, music style Although we still have hymns, right, and gospel music, but uh, the predominant segment of uh, of uh, our music life at Plantation has not been uh, neither, neither gospel music nor um, hymns. Mm. Right. But exactly. as a human being, mm-hmm. I have to be able to learn from every style mm. and only discard what is sinful. Mm-hmm. Not what uh, just doesn't doesn't fit my uh, cultural fiber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's 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 my my personal takeaway because it, this is not this is not a religious matter. Mm. Sometimes people make it a religious matter. It's not. It's a sociological matter. Wow. Yes. Right. Where where you have to be able to comprehend there's reality beyond you. And a certain kind of behavior or value is not good or bad just because one is from Europe, the other one is from the Caribbean, and the other one is from Asia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If, if there is good and bad, then God should tell us what is good and bad. Yeah. And uh, anything else that is not good or bad is a, an option. Mm-hmm. And as a minister... As a human being, you have to be able to respect options. So true. All righty. Yep. Cassandra, Eduardo, you guys anything else you have? Well, you know what? Um, just again, thank you. I think Pastor Joe, you poured out your out um your heart to us on the I mean on on the podcast, and you shared your passion about those issues that was you to your heart, um, like social justice. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, that was a platform for you to be able like, to really speak to us, speak to your church members, and thank you, because we really got a good feel of who you are, um, what is important to you um, through your, um, you know, when you will be on the Bible, um, Bible on the podcast. So um, thank you for it. Um, we, we've learned something. We've learned something, and um, we pray that we'll be able to to carry on your legacy, <laughs> um, those things that you've taught us, um, we want to be able to um, continue um, in in the right direction. So thank you for everything, Pastor. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. All right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don, Big C, will you guys have anything? Yeah. All right. Well, just um, yeah. as I said, until the next episode. We're just, we're just. Until the next episode. episode. That's all. I like that. So the next one. <laughs> just keep the conversation <laughs> going. We'll be back. Yeah, that's it. It's just, it's, keep the conversation it's just a commercial going, break. Keep learning. You know, it's just continual learning process, and we're just keeping touch. We need to keep doing that. Yeah, that's true. We keep in contact in the virtual I want world. To, I want to to know that I very much appreciate your ministry. Mm. And uh, please uh, continue to dedicate time to create material, okay. make it available, reachable to people. Right. Amen. And uh, create the clones as well. Mm. Not clones in, in the strict sense of the word, the extra people. but in the sense yeah. that uh, if God cause you to a different mm -hmm. uh, ministry mm -hmm. right maybe still in media mm -hmm. but do something else mm -hmm. then you have to know who is going to continue this project this project yeah amen absolutely amen okay amen. well pastors always you know this should be your last uh prayer on the way out but of course it won't be the last of all of us because we will be in contact with each other uh, I want to thank personally Don, uh, Big C, Eduardo, uh, and Cassandra for actually choosing me to for this particular part as a host because personally it's helped me grow. It's helped me. Uh, what my wife told me, she said it puts you on a path to keep you in the straight and narrow. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that with the exposure from here it really understands your ministry is really, 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 really important because we're, we're up with that time and we're with the age of what's going on. So I want to thank everybody who is on here now listening. Personally, thank you. Uh, you've helped me grow in a mighty way. Amen. 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 Yes, I, and I, I want to uh, really confirm that. Mm. When I first heard uh, Joe's voice on the podcast, mm wasn't a podcast in which I uh, presented uh, something. So I, I heard, I said, man, this guy has a great voice. <laughs> and then uh, I, I heard Don and I said, oh, wow, this is a, a very good uh, uh, counterpart because you mm -hmm. have, you have a, a deep, grave voice and then you have a, a soft and uh, British velvet, velvet. and the night velvet. There you go. See, that's why I call it that. Thank you. Thanks for confirming that. That's why I call it velvet. <laughs> you know what, Pastor Joe? You're so correct. Um, in terms of the choice, in terms of the choices, you know, um, of of Don and and um, um, Joe. I will say it was God led, you know, it was, it was, I mean, I think when the Holy Spirit guides you to do something, I think you have to do it. Um, yeah. I don't think it was just by accident that um, we chose you is because this is God, what, um, this is what God wanted. And it's been great. Um, you guys are committed to the podcast because people like to listen to the sermon every week and come up with good questions <laughs> sound yeah. questions it's not easy and you guys are always on never tired ask great questions that you know so thank you for your ministry so i think 
not only for the podcast, but also, but also for the Bible unmasked. When you have, when we had to pick the all the presenters and 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 all the hosts, I think really um, the Holy Spirit did the job. We did not do it. The Holy Spirit, and I think everybody who's who's on on board, you know, I think he's been has been um, really guided by the Holy Spirit. So thank you, Don and Collins and Joseph, your ministry. You've been amazing. And Pastor Joe was part of the team, and well, we are going to miss him. We are going to miss him. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for, for Cassandra. Well, no further ado, Pastor, lead us out. Yeah. Heavenly Father, I just want to praise your name because you have done wonderful things. Mm-hmm. Yes. You created this time of uh, sharing, of uh, taking it deeper and bringing new insights to the message that was preached on Sabbaths. And Lord, I want to thank you for the people involved, Cassandra and Edward as being the organizers, the leaders, and Colin, the producer, and Don and uh, Joe, the hosts of this podcast. And all the participants, all the invitees, the guests, may your spirit continue to bless this ministry and our listeners, those that uh, tune in week after week, or those that uh, just uh, occasionally listen. May your spirit always use something from this podcast to touch people's lives. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 As always, want to thank all our podcast listeners for taking the time out to listen to us. As always, any questions, comments, concerns, please contact us via WhatsApp at 954-388-8780. I want to thank Edward. Only have one birthday. Pastor Paul on May 4th. Pastor Paul. Oh, yes. Isn't that the big 4-0? It is. Happy birthday, Pastor Paul. Yeah. Yeah, he owes me a birthday cake. It is. Are we going to sing for him? No. I guess we can. Happy uh, birthday. Bye. That's fine. We're done. Happy birthday. Oh, one, one, one more thing before we go. I just want to um, thank Lyndon, too. Lyndon yes. is the, uh, the, oh, yeah. of the uh, production team for the podcast. Put everything up. Yeah, he's the distributor. Oh, yeah. He uploads yeah. it. He uploads it every week. So. Just want to like Lyndon. And, and that is, brother is tirelessly. He, he is priceless when it when it comes to timing and yeah, yeah. all in there. You know, it, yeah. I'm amazed. Awesome. I'm amazed. I even uh, appreciate his hashtags. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not, it's yeah. point. Yeah, he is on yeah, point with yeah. those. Yeah, and like you know. Mention at the beginning, Lyndon is also part of the team. He does the uploading. He's mm-hmm. he's great. He's great. <laughs> yeah, he's a rare one. He's a rare jewel. Every church needs, needs a Linden too. Yeah. <laughs> Every church does. Yeah, every does, without a doubt. All right, guys. All well, right. Thank you. All righty. Uh, Pastor, we'll be able to contact you. Your number's not going to change no time soon, right? No. <laughs> Just to make sure. My, my number stays a Georgia number, you know? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah, that was good. Okay, guys, thank you very much for taking the time to get on. Thank you, Cassandra. Thank you, Eduardo. Yeah. Don, as always, you're the best. 
And Big C, uh, you're, you're a statue in yourself. Uh, we give you that. We give you that, bro. I thank God. Pastor, blessings to uh, your family. Uh, I only had a few interactions with, with your son every now and then, but he is uh, he's definitely an energizer bunny. Yeah, he's all over the place, but he's going to be perfect for California. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All, All the best. Thank you. Thank you.